Welcome back to End of the Cargo Hold, guys. Hey guys. I'm Case Terry. Hello. I am Eber Hernandez. Eber Hernandez. And we're here today to talk about the Book of Boba Fett. Once more. Our <laughs> the sixth uh, episode. Second to last, or should I say the Luke and Grogu show. <sighs> sure it wasn't about the Mando? No. He was barely even in it. Or, sure it wasn't about Cad Bane. Uh, well, we're going to talk about all those characters and more on this episode of Into the Cargo Hold, so stick around yes, and yes, 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 roll yes, that yes. intro. Alright guys, we're back uh, into the Cargo Hold. Um, hey guys, what welcome a, back to the Cargo Hold. Um, interesting episode. I know, I know. Before we get started, uh, like, subscribe, follow us. Uh, we're on all social platforms. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of please, God, please take this, take this seriously. <laughs> God, <laughs> we found our <laughs> we found our uh, our new favorite sound uh, sound uh, button. Um, so yeah, yeah, please like and subscribe, <laughs> please. Um, all right, so yes, 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 yes. Let's yes, talk yes, about yes, the yes. Book of Boba Fett, Episode Six. Uh, out. What is it called? Uh, from Out from the Desert Walks a Stranger, yes. or something like that. It was a long, long title. Yeah. Um. I just now realized. Were they talking about Cad Bane? Uh, Spoiler alert. Cad yeah. Bane's in here. Yeah. Um. um I, I suppose I'm happy they were. About that. Well, we're gonna talk about Cad Bane a little later. I wanna, <laughs> I wanna get to him toward the end. Okay. But I'm not so happy about him, to be honest. Uh, well, you know, can't please everybody. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we said last episode that we were like. We were convinced that either the episode was going to move on, the series is going to move on without Mando, or we were going to focus all of our time on Mando, and yeah. it was the latter. Yeah, we got well. Really, honestly, we were even more wrong, more wrong than I could have expected because the episode really didn't focus on Mando, focused on Luke Skywalker and Grogu. Focus on Mando's uh, lore, <laughs> so his story. This episode was like a seven layers of Kevin Bacon thing, right? We've got Boba and Mando, all right? They have a, a standard, they have a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Then you get a little far removed when you bring Grogu into it, because Boba and Grogu, they really don't have a connection. And you get so far removed when you bring characters like Luke and Ahsoka into a show about Boba Fett. Here's Boba, and here's Luke. They have no connection at all. They have no business being in this show. And I say that as somebody who loves Luke Skywalker. I yeah. love Luke. And I know that's your number one. No, Boba's my number one. No. Luke no, is my no, number no, three. No, no, no. Not after this episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know. No, <clears throat> yeah, I fully understand what you're saying. Um, uh, it was a cluster, cl just just a ball, of just cameos. Just mm -hmm. A lot of cameos. A lot of cameos. Oh, R2D2. R2D2. That's my Our second old favorite friend. Our Our old R2. friend returns. Um, happy to see him, but wasn't actually that happy to see him because the episode. Okay, so let's just. Uh, I just want to get into it. All right. We start the episode off with, I thought, what was a great opening. We see our boy, Cobb Vanth. Yes. And yes, out of yes, all yes. the cameos in this episode, I think his was not only done the best, but probably the most appropriate mm -hmm. for this show, because he lives on Tatooine. I thought we were about to finally see the story of how Boba, Boba. got his armor back. Right. Um, <laughs> nope. I think Cobb, Cobb is a character who should have been in the show from the beginning. You know, like, yeah. um, because I really like... Um, Timothy Oliphant, the actor who plays him, he does a good performance. Mm -hmm. He's a fun character and things like that. But he fits like really good in the Western. Oh, absolutely, you know, absolutely. Um, so out of all the cameos we got in this episode, that's the character I think that fit the most, but also should have been in the show from the beginning. Um, For sure. But we do get a great opening with him uh, laying down the law on some pikes. Some pikes, uh, yeah. smuggling some spices. Yeah, I liked that. I liked that the way was, that yeah. was shot, you mm -hmm. know, and... Um, he took him down. Uh-huh, yeah. I liked that he was... Every time he was like, think it through. Like, he, he, <laughs> before he pulls his gun, he's like, think it through. And they pull their guns. He shoots all but one, and he's like, think it I through. I that. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. really cool. Cool guy. Um, you know, I wish Mando... Not Mando. Boba Fett would do something like yeah. that. Yeah, but... but um, oh, well. And one other thing I want to mention real quick. We talk about the music on this show, you know, the composer is does a really great job always um i, I think really there were multiple different types of music 
there, there were a lot of uh, musical callbacks in this episode. We got <clears> some uh, the Force theme. We got Yoda's theme in there. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't get Cad Bane's. We didn't get that. No, it wasn't. Oh, oh yeah. but it's okay. But we did get Cobb Vance's uh, theme reprised a lot in this episode, and I really am a fan of of his uh, musical theme. So I was glad to see that back. Anyway, after uh, Cobb Vance's great scene, we go to the title card, and I was like, interesting t title. I was mm -hmm. wondering where it was going, and we then we see Mando and his starfighter, and I was like, because I knew. That for the next 40 over. minutes, I was going to be watching The Mandalorian. It was over. Um, <laughs> I like this, the, the crotch shots. The what? <laughs> the, the crotch shots? <laughs> From last episode where uh, he's flying around in this new... Oh, oh, okay, yeah, when, when they get the camera, like, right there, and it's <laughs> when he said crotch shots, I was like, are we watching the same show? <laughs> Oh, bro, oh, I'm watching Mando. What are you watching, Boba? Uh, I, I don't know. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I downloaded the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what you mean. They, they, when he's in his ship, it's so close quarters that they have to put the camera right there, like in yes. his crotch area. No, no, no. I really like the scene where uh, they were showing the motor. I guess. Oh the yeah. Thing that was uh. It's like kind of rattling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was really cool. Very oh, much a hot rod. Was, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, which is cool. Sure, for sure. So he goes to this planet to visit Grogu, and I'm not sure what planet this is. It looked an awful lot like Kashyyyk, the Wookiee homeworld, to me, with the big mountains. But mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I thought maybe you would know because it was hard to say. We didn't I think really... Ahsoka says that uh, it was like familiar to Luke? I think so. I, I think there maybe there's like a Jedi t well, there, we saw they were building like a Jedi school school thing mm -hmm. so maybe they had like a Jedi temple there in the <clears> past <throat> I don't know um mm -hmm. but um Mando arrives and he's greeted by R2-D2 little buddy old friend mm -hmm. old friend he's been through a lot yes a that lot. droid has been through a lot and I yes. really like that he's so involved with Luke and it's kind of my personal like um, head cannon, if you will, that R two D two's got like a little bit of the force in him because yeah. he's just so integral to so much. You know what I mean? He's there, man. It takes a lot for a little droid to go through that kind of stuff. I know. It's like he was there for Anakin. Mm -hmm. But do you think he has emotions? He has emotions. Absolutely, he does. Okay. Yeah. Do you, how, do you, what do you think he thinks about Luke? How, I, how do you think he feels? I think he's very happy that he he like. You know, overcame the things that his fa that Luke's father couldn't. You know, mm -hmm. I think he's he's probably really proud of him and yeah. uh, things like that. Because you know, I I do think he uh, even for a droid he can love. You know what I mean? When I uh, when I saw him and that scene, I just pictured like a wise old man. Yeah, a very wise, wise. Old I, man. I would say so. Yeah. yeah, I think even George Lucas one time said that the story of Star Wars is told through R two D two. I think I, I don't know if if that's a if I quoted that correctly or not, but I do feel like I remember him saying that at one point. I feel like that's true. He's that's a really cool. he's yeah. a big player. Um, so we see him. He's leading um, Mando through the forest, and we see these um like ant droids. Ant droids. And I thought that was cool, but this show has had a lot of flash and no substance moments. I feel like, and I feel like this was another one where. That was cool to see the little androids build the the Jedi school, but mm -hmm. I was like, did I really need to see that? Mm. Not really. Not for me. Mm. I didn't. I mean, I, no. I, I could have foregone it. <laughs> you know. Definitely I mean? no. Like, I mean, at this point, we're just like focusing on Mando, and it's like, right? We're in our second to last episode. We're trying to focus or, uh, our plot. By focus. the way, this is this is a show about Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, no, it's not. But we're necessary. seeing ants build. Uh, so anyway, Jedi yeah, schools which I think is cool, but as we're saying, not you got to focus, focus on the plot. <laughs> All right. So uh, basically R2-D2, he like powers down and they build a bench for Mando to lay on. And yeah. um, of bamboo sticks. Mm -hmm. But what and, did, is this uh, what it looked like? And he was he was saying what I was thinking. Where he said, like, how long is this going to take? I was like, how long is this going to take? I mean, are we going to? Um, I thought maybe this would be like a short moment, but I just continued to be in denial because it, this part of the episode went on and on and on, and, and we'll talk more about it, but I, I, as I've said in the last episode, I'm just so, like, I just want to see Boba Fett. I could, I really, that's all I, that's all I want to see in this show. It's Boba Fett. It's Boba Fett. And, um, 
at this point, <laughs> I'm just over it. Yeah. Um, uh, I like it. I like seeing Mando. I like yeah. Mando. I like R D two. R two D two. R D two. R two D two. Um, yeah. you know, little cameos. Mm-hmm. It's always a big. Yeah, this is a big part a big of Star fan Wars. Of, like yeah. little small Easter. That's eggs, always been a part know. of Star Wars, but I think this episode overall was kind of bloated with the amount of of characters it had in, and and I think that really starts to show. Like, okay, so before I, I mentioned the next character, uh, we do see Luke and Grogu. They're having like a a, a meditation scene, and mm-hmm. Grogu's getting distracted by a frog, a frog. And, and he brings all the frogs He's out of the hungry. water. And I'll go ahead and just say this: um, I really enjoyed seeing Luke train Grogu. Mm-hmm. That was a highlight for me, for sure. And I hate that it was in this show because a part of me is always going to resent it because that's not has nothing to do with the plot of Boba Fett. And I oh. hate that it's in this show. But if you took that out, like if I just skipped to that part and I forgot the title of the show, and I just watched Luke train Grogu, I loved it. I really did love it. I've always loved Jedi, <laughs> just, you know, being wise yeah. and, and serene and imparting wisdom and things like that. And yeah. You know, it's a great callback to Yoda training Luke, and they make that callback a lot. You know, Luke talks about Yoda and and uh, the lessons that he taught him. You know, size matters not, and uh, like do or do I'm not. I'm going to get more information about Yoda. Yoda's home. Yes, because he does bring that up. He asks him if he remembers anything from his home, and um, he like tries to help him remember. And we get um, was that Order sixty six? Yeah, yeah, that, that, was, that was the five oh first in the Jedi Temple. And so that's another plot line they've set up of, like, who saved Grogu. But really, I don't... I think that's kind of a stupid thing to focus on, in my opinion. I mean, yes. Like, all everything mm-hmm. we've talked about to this point mm-hmm. is irrelevant to Boba Fett. Right. So, I, I, either, I, I, you know, give Grogu and Luke a show. Right. Or, you know, add it to Mando's. I mean, it would make more sense in Mando. Mandalorian. Absolutely, Mandalorian. yes. Um, but, uh, you know... It, all of this is just irrelevant. Right. Do you? Let me ask you this. Do you think that the person... Because we know Grogu escaped, right? Yeah. But he didn't do it on his own. So who do you think that's going to be like a big big plot development of who saved him from Order 66? Or do you not think so? Because I feel like they shot it. Like they portrayed it in a way where it was like it left you on a cliffhanger. The clones approaching him. Carl. Oh, Carl? Jedi Master Carl? That would be really cool. No, Carl um, from um, Fallen Order. Oh, Cal. Cal, not, not Carl. Carl. Is it not Carl? I thought you were being funny. <laughs> no, 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 not Cal. Well, uh, no, it could um, be Cal because in that game you see Cal go through Order sixty six and he gets like uh, he's yeah. stuck on a vendor. Who was that uh, Jedi Master who helped Cal? Do you remember Sierra? You about the, like the lady that saves him? Are you talking about his master? His master. No, his master died in Order yeah, sixty six. Yeah, but what was his name? Uh, Jaro Tapal, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well. You think it could have been Yoda? 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 No, because Yoda wasn't at the temple when it was attacked. Nah, Yoda was out. He dipped. So it's it, it's got to be somebody very irrelevant, I think. And it's not going to really matter. Like, if it's just, like, Jedi Carl, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, I don't care. But, um, that is that is a good question. because it, Yeah, I feel like they, they are trying to make you think about that. But I, I think it's irrelevant. I think that's a plot line that... Even in the Mandalorian, I wouldn't. I'm interested. I, I mean, I want to know more about it. You know, even the most small, like the smallest yeah. things. You know, I'm interested. Just not right now. Right. You know. Uh, yeah. uh, Since you like small little details, I'll give you one that I I didn't find. I saw this on Reddit, but the uh, one of the clone troopers that was in that that flashback, um, he was Clone Commander Apo from the Clone Wars. Now he was not a significant clone at all, so I don't really expect you to remember who I'm talking about. But um, the name does sound familiar. So he has an arrow on his head, mm-hmm. and he's named Apo after Appa from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Avatar. Because what? Dave Filoni, who created um, Clone Wars and has worked on Mando and Book of Boba, he actually was a writer for Avatar: The Last Airbender. So cool little connection there. That's really cool. I didn't yes. know that at all. See a little detail. So um, after that, we see uh, Mando's like still laying down, and he's approached by Ahsoka Tano. And I was Soka? like, heck yeah, but we got Ahsoka. Her inclusion was a little soured for me because once again, this goes back to that seven layers of <laughs> Kevin Bacon. She, her and Boba Fett, opposite ends of the globe. Like they, they have no, like her do being they in this. Do know sh- each other? No, I don't think they do. Ahsoka probably knows a 
about oh, him. Well, I mean, but, she could. I, I don't know, but, but like her and, and like I got a little upset. Not I wouldn't say a little upset. I was just aggravated because like it was really cool to see her. Yeah. And like in live action, uh, Rosario Dawson does a good job portraying her, and I'm excited she's getting her own show. Yes, but yes. she offered nothing to the episode. She really didn't. Like she really just kind of stood around and was like, "I'm just chilling." Yeah. And I, I mean, think that shows like laziness in writing when you bring a super important <laughs> character like a. No, I'm getting a little upset <laughs> because getting, dude. It, I think it really shows a um, laziness in writing when you bring a character in. Just for just to have them there, just because they know the fans are gonna be like, <gasps> you know, and she, they get by with it because she's there, but really she didn't do anything, you know. I think that's very disrespectful to the fans. I, I'm really calling out. You don't think they're um, writing these for like the big Star Wars head, the big Star Wars fans? You know what I mean? I, I think they, I think they are, but I think they're tricking. The Star Wars fans, like I said, I, th- it, I think they're trying to. It's like waving get, a carrot, like, trying to get a uh, like the uh, me mm-hmm. basically, you know. Because I'm hooked. I know, but I know. think that's the wrong way to do it. I think that's like the equivalent of putting a carrot on a stick. You know, like you're just kind of waving, like, oh, look, here's Ahsoka, here's here's Cad Bane. You want it? You want it? You know. But it's but they don't. Neither one of those characters. If you took them out of this episode, nothing would change. Yeah. And I'll talk about that more later with Cad Bane. Because I think if any character got shooed into this episode, it was Cad Bane. But I'll talk about that later, because he's still... We're still a while away from him. So Ahsoka's here, and she tells Mando, like, you, you really, really don't need to see Grogu, because... It'll mess up with his training. Right. And I did like that they focused on that, like, a big part of the Jedi is his attachment. And that's what turned Anakin to the dark side, was his attachment for others. Um, One being his mother, you know? I think they, um... Uh... Need to change the ways mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Um, because, we, like, they're trying to do it all the same way, right? Right, and not like, learning from the flawed. mistake. Yeah. But I guess uh, history Repe- is doomed to repeat itself. I, yeah. I, I would hope that the writers would know that Luke is wise enough not to repeat the mistakes of his predecessors. But it's kind of hard to say. Um, later, at the end of the episode, we see he does present... Grogu with um with two gifts essentially a gift from Mando being um, the Beskar <clears throat> yeah it was the Beskar armor yeah which uh was inside the pouch the yeah. pouch Mando um it was made out of Mando's spear right so that was cool um, yeah that was really cool got some chain mail still want to know what he did with the rest of it I guess he donated it to the <laughs> tribe that kicked him out immediately afterwards um so he could choose between the Beskar or he could choose Yoda's lightsaber Yoda's lightsaber and which I think it was really cool. I've seen some people be upset about this for the same reason we are because it seems like Luke is you know repeating the mistake of making Grogu make a choice that is ser- you know really going to have ramifications, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm hopeful that the writers are kind of like doing a red herring thing where, you know, Bo or not Boba, I want Boba, man, <laughs> where Luke <laughs> is uh, kind of testing his heart. And he really doesn't, you know, like... I really, yeah. I hope you know what I mean? Yeah, for um, sure. Because, you know, why would you want to do everything the same? Right. Like, it it went bad the first time. Right, it ended it really badly the first time. I think Grogu will choose the lightsaber, but Luke will give him the, the best scar. And, and I think if they end up going, mm-hmm. like, the same way, they don't change anything. Uh-huh. I think I am going to be really upset. Yeah, that that would be really stupid. Yeah, that would really, be really dumb. Really dumb. But... Because then we're just making Star Wars all over again. Right. Um, and there's so, nothing interesting about doing except, that. Yoda. Imagine Yoda being evil. That's probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> He's jumping around like he was, like killing people. I hope not. I like that scene where they were walking. He was he was levitating. Also, uh like that scene where they were running. Or yes. uh Luke was running. And he had Grogu in the backpack. I yeah. love that because it's a callback to Yoda training Luke mm-hmm. and you know, he was running through Dagobah, so <laughs> I loved that. I really did love the training scenes, you know. Yeah. Um with them running and then he I liked when they climbed up that bamboo stalk and they took in the landscape, you know? Yeah. I thought, like, that's the kind of stuff I love about the Jedis. They're, like, kind of nomadic, peaceful ways, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, that's what they were supposed to And they ended be. up being, you know, soldiers, but um, I did... Yeah, for the wrong cause. Right. 
but I did like I did really did love seeing Luke train Grogu, and um, I thought that was like very satisfying for me to for 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 me. I just wish it was in a different show, yeah, and not Boba Fett taking Boba Fett's spotlight. Oh, I want to mention one more thing about Luke. Um, they they really nailed the CGI on his face this time. Amazing. It was Amazing. a little off in the Mandalorian and mm-hmm. and at the end there. I, yeah, I saw how people were going a little bit crazy. Yeah, but what's really funny about that is after uh, season two of Mando ended and, and people were kind of complaining about the way Luke looked, there was a and I don't remember his name, but there was a um. I guess like a SFX guy who just like freelanced his own stuff. Yeah, he made a rent like he did a, a deep fake of it, and mm-hmm. it made it look I a thousand that. times better. And Lucasfilm hired him, so that was probably his work on this episode <laughs> because they were like, "Hey, if he can do it better, let him do it." You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, and he looked great. great. That's great. I love that. It really did look good. Yeah, I was convinced. Yeah, you know what I mean. But um, I didn't know they used two different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like takes basically. Right. The way they do it is they have Mark Hamill come in and do his performance. And then they bring the stunt double in, and the stunt double basically tries to recreate his performance as close as they can, and they put the deep fake over that stunt double, right? And um also really strangely, you may not believe this, but the voice is completely synthetic. Like it's an AI. Really? Yes. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Uh, a little bit, but, like, I can tell. Like, the voice does not sound natural, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it... It, it sounds like it a has, Luke. like, a soothing... It, yes. It's sooth- yeah, it does sound like a Luke. But you're right, it's not natural. Uh, you can you, kind you of can, tell. You can tell that it's not natural. Mm-hmm. So, the way because they... Because it's like, it, I guess you could say it's the perfect voice. Just nice and yes, soothing. Yes, yes, that's the perfect way to put it. It's too good. It's too good. It's too and, good. Um, the technology is the same as they do deepfake. Because with deepfake, they basically... they have a, a database and they mm-hmm. upload millions and millions of images of, of whoever they're trying to fake, right? Yeah. So that it can get all lighting, all angles, things like that, and it can recreate it. The same thing with the voice thing. They upload all of Mark Hamill talking in that yeah. with that, you know, his younger voice and they just upload so much audio that the the uh AI starts to learn how to speak That's like really him. Really cool. Yeah. Very cool. I've seen videos about that. But it's still not perfect yet. As no. it's too perfect. It's too <laughs> you know? perfect. Um yeah, they definitely did a really good job with all the CGI mm-hmm. with uh, Luke. I think it was perfect. I, I did too. And I, and I hope to see him in more episodes of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Not on this show. Oh, that actually gets me excited mm-hmm. about what they're going to do with uh, Anakin. And like, oh, um, yes. But forgot his name. Are you talking about Hayden Christensen? Yes. Yeah. Yes. They could do a lot. They could do... I mean, he still looks pretty young, you know? Yeah. Um, Shave the mustache a little bit. Yeah, they wouldn't have to do much I, for him. I haven't him. seen Anakin, uh, the actor. He, I don't know he, what he looks He like. looks um, just a little older. Just a little... He doesn't look that different, actually. Okay. So he'll be a, he'll be in good shape for, for Obi-Wan. Well, I mean, I'm excited to see what they uh, have okay. planned for that. Me too. Me too. Um. So, okay, we're we're spending a lot of time on this planet with Luke... And Ahsoka and the in the game. It's all good stuff. Again, uh, this show's about Boba Fett. Right. Okay, so Ahsoka tells Mando he can't see Grogu. And I actually did like that he realized that, you know, him wanting to see Grogu was more of a self... Not selfish in a bad way, but he needed to see Grogu, I think, more than Grogu needed to see him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. He, uh, he gave the gift to Ahsoka to give it to Grogu, and he took off back, back to Tatooine. Back to and after that, I thought maybe the whole Luke thing was over, but it wasn't. It kept going without Mando. I was yeah. like, "Good lord!" I, no, I really thought it was over too, because like you know, the last episode, mm-hmm. Mando was like, "I gotta do something right, right quick," you know. So I was like, "Oh," you know, okay, when he so- left that planet, I was like, "Okay, yes, great, it's, it's over." Nope. And then uh, <laughs> nope. I was like, "Come on!" Like uh, seven layers of Kevin Bacon. Mando's not even here anymore. We have no business being here. And like we said, we loved seeing Luke and Grogu train. I think I think that was really one of my favorite things to come out of you know Star Wars in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wish it wasn't at the expense of uh, Tamir Morrison, yeah. Boba Fett. They're doing him wrong. So Mando goes back to Tatooine and he meets up with Boba, and we actually do get another cameo in this episode. Of Boba Fett makes a cameo. He's standing yeah. uh, in the in background. The show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, Boba and Mando, or 
Boba Finnick is having like a little war room meeting with the cyberpunk gang. For a split second, we go back to what the to the show. <laughs> right, and I was really it really like made me cringe in like a bad way. Like I was really aggravated when she was like, "Now that Mando has joined us, we finally have enough to field." an army or something. She said something like that, and I was rolling my eyes. I was like, are you serious? They have, a, they have an actual army. The Pikes have actual people. You have four four guys and a couple of kids <laughs> and leather coats. I was like, this this is... With uh, Vespas. I, I cringed at that. I was like, no, you need to at least like a th- three dozen more people to even make this work. Yeah, also, okay, so they're going to war, right, mm-hmm. with the Pikes. Um, Isn't there a law? I know Tatooine is a lawless... Mm-hmm. You know, but but like, they're gonna have a war. Don't you think it's gonna attract? You would think the New Republic, the Republic would 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 like show. I mean, they they had X wings right outside Tatooine. So why they're not getting involved? That's I so don't know. True. I think that was just a little cameo. I think it was, but I don't think they thought that through. I don't think they thought it through because you're right. It implies that they see that this stuff is going on. And they're like, eh. so I feel like um, there's this room at uh. Like the uh, at Disney mm-hmm. or wherever this place is located and being filmed and being written, uh-huh. right? And uh, all the dire- the writers, the directors, they uh they all went on lunch, right? And um, this Disney employee, uh, he's probably the janitor. He was like, "Hey, I got some ideas," and then he just sits down and starts writing. And then they the the, the, the original Star Wars writers uh-huh. they come back and. They don't know. They don't this. proofread. <laughs> now they just like send it off. Wouldn't that be hilarious? They came out. They're like, we did not. Ma-. Well, that that would be really dumb because they made the whole show and they're like, I don't remember writing this. Oh well, somebody wrote it. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It feels yes, like it does. like Disney is uh, just putting whatever. Do you think? Do you think uh, they're doing that? I'm gonna give you your answer right after this break. A little suspense. Oh, oh boy. All right, we'll be right back after this break. So to answer your question about Disney's writers, do I think they're just kind of doing whatever and and, and letting them kind of have free reign? Um, not really. D- Disney is really strict about what comes out, you know. Yeah. And and especially with Star Wars. So with with that being said, I think I think um to be honest, going back to what we said last week, I think they have realized because look, when the when the sequels came out with, you know, Rey and Kylo Ren and all that. Yeah. Those movies had a really mixed reception, and as each movie came out, they just the reception got worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And I think that they are like thankful that they have struck gold with Mando and Grogu, and I don't really think they want to let that go. And I think that's why this show is hurting a little bit because they're trying to push so much of what they know what people are looking for. You know, like they don't have any faith that Boba could ha- do his own thing, right? I yeah. think they're like, I don't know, people really like that green baby. We gotta find a way to put that in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's what's going on. Is they they are trying too hard to retain their audience. But that could also bring us back to like, maybe Disney does have an influence in this show because it's mm-hmm. like, like you said, they're very strict on what they release, right? That's true. So they want money no shade you know know i want money but yeah you could be right that they were like okay you can make this boba fett crap we don't care but uh an actual like star wars fans writer uh is like wanting to make an actual boba fett but disney's like uh, they're like uh, we need that baby in there put that baby (laughs) you may be right man maybe we've been giving the writers our time and it's really disney I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't be surprised. Um, we just really don't know. And the thing is, we probably never know. Because if it is Disney, the writers want their... They want to keep their jobs. You're not going to speak out against them. You know what I mean? It's whatever. You know, I... Um, we can't do anything. No. We can just sit here and sulk. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to sulking. So, uh, Mando's in this war room. And yes. Fennec's like, we need more people. And... He's like, I've got an idea. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is interesting. He's got an idea. His idea is to go get some random, like, cow folk out in the country. <laughs> I roll my eyes at that, too. He was like, I know some good fighters. Okay, first of all, you and Cobb Vanth were the main reason that crate Dragon died, all right? The yeah. Tuscans helped, too. But really, the townsfolk really didn't do jack squat, I guess. I don't know why he's so convinced that they're good fighters. They're there's just not regular. a lot of them still. I no, there's not. Pikes, like, um, you know those... Scenes in Clone Wars mm-hmm. where, like, uh, the shots of an army, you know, they have, like, like a lot of, like, ten rows. Of, like, of guys like, I feel like that's what the Pikes 
You know, Mando's out there recruiting cow folk with their <laughs> with their uh their rakes and their hoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he goes out, and Boba's like, thumbs up to that. I'm like, idiot, idiot. Go get go get some bounty hunters, man. You need some more bounty hunters, not some like uh, farmers. So uh, Mando flies out there, and we actually this is I did like this callback, uh, even though it was needless. Where he goes past that Jawa sand crawler, and they've got the dragon skull like roped to the mm-hmm. front of it. I thought that was pretty funny. That was really cool. Yeah, um, they'll take anything. Probably worth a lot of money, actually. Probably. And we do see the uh, the dragon's rib cage in the cantina in Moscow. Yeah, another. Yeah. Okay, so Mando flies out to Mos Pelgo, and um, this deputy's like, "Hey, you got to park somewhere else." And <laughs> Combat shows up, and he's like, "He's new. He's new." And I also liked, he was like, is that a Naboo Starfighter? He was like, you know, <laughs> checking out his ride. That was really cool, yeah. And um, I like the uh, interaction between those two. They have good chemistry. They Honestly, really I like uh, Vanth. I love Cobb Vanth. I really do. And he's a character that, that um, I wish got more screen time. Yeah. Like I said earlier at the beginning of our show, um, if any cameo character in this episode needed to be in this show more, was it's Cobb Vanth. Yeah. Um, for sure. Absolutely. So Mendo is like, all right, here's the plan. I, I need your help dealing with the pikes. And God, Matt's like unconvinced. He's like, nah, just don't worry about it. And, uh, you know, Mendo keeps, I, I thought, because God, Matt says something like, why should I help this Boba Fett? I thought Mando would bring up the fact that the armor God, Matt had belonged to Boba Fett. But no, he just really re- reiterates his point where he's like, um, you need to help us. That's, that's his only, like, you know, he's like, well, most Pilgo might be fine right now, but it's not going to be fine later. Yeah, that was the main. I was like, that's, that, if I was combat, I, I would be unconvinced. I'd be like, it sounds like still a not a good enough reason no. for me to get involved. Well, he did stop uh, Pikes from, like. Yeah. Which, like, why is Spice so bad? I know it's a bad drug, but, mm-hmm. like. I don't know. I mean. It, like and it, okay, so comments did go out there to stop them, mm-hmm. but to a certain extent, like they really weren't bothering anything. I'm not trying to condone like they were just lost. I don't think they were lost. I think yeah. I, I don't. Well, I, I think he was like trying to make them like you know like we'll just say you were lost. I mean, I think they were. I think they were just minding their own business. Oh, so you think doing drugs is <laughs> no? That's what I was gonna say. I don't advocate for that, but they're not out there like. Look, if you want to make the... Like, going back, all right, remember how we were talking about how they want Boba to be a bad guy and a good guy? Yeah. And, like, they're having trouble. Same thing with the Pikes, right? They want them to be these evil drug guys, but they seem pretty chill. Like, they're not hurting anybody. They're just minding their own business. And Other everything. than the uh, Tuscans. They shot at uh, them for no reason. Yeah, that's true. That I forgot about that. But, they, you know, <laughs> they they got a payback. Whoops. But other than that, yeah. true. They're not they're really They're lame. That. They're just kind of they for a reason because like, right. they they didn't do much in Clone Wars no and like they're just either chill or just yeah they do their own thing yeah so it's like every, I feel like everybody else <laughs> in this show is trying to just do their own thing and Boba Fett is actually the menace here and it's like <laughs> hey join me man these people are trying to <laughs> fight me yeah, and they're like no they're not hassling everybody <laughs> so Mando asks um asks Combat he's like I just need a favor right. Cobb like, look, we're hurting out here, but I'll see what I can do. And so Mando leaves. Oh, one more thing. I want to, another little cool detail. So Cobb um, I mentioned this when Kersantan made his big debut, that mm-hmm. episode. But Cobb was one of the few Star Wars characters to come from a novel into live action. So he's in a, this um, trilogy of novels called the Aftermath Trilogy. That's where he made his debut. Yeah. So he's the first, like, uh, novel character to make it into live action. And in the novel... Um, most Pelgo is actually called Freetown. And they say that in this episode when they're talking to, uh, Amanda says most Pelgo and the bartender's like, Freetown. Freetown. We're Freetown now. We're Freetown. So that's where that came from. That's, that's cool. from the book. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Mando leaves and Combanth is just chilling and he looks out in the desert and what do we see? I... I freaked out. I started freaking out. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I freaked out too. I fangirled. Yeah. I was doing the. <gasps> I think the first two episodes we talked about that. Combat. Yeah. Not combat. Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Uh, we were like, that would be so 
cool. I think we talked about him every other episode. Yeah, you know? I think so. And like, <laughs> as we progressed, we were like, the only thing that can save this show mm-hmm. was Cad Bane, and I still stick to that. You think so? You think you, so? Okay, I want to hear your perspective. So we have uh, a couple. Disag- we, we disagree right now. We're disagreeing yes. because uh, you don't think Cad Bane was like. I I I think necessary, yeah. but um, yeah, I think it. I mean, for this show to survive at this point, I think it was necessary. All right, but um, just like Boba Fett is recruiting other mm-hmm. people, you know, the Pikes also recruited Cad Bane. Right. So I think he's not just uh you know let's throw him in there right mm-hmm. quick and then get him out. I'm hoping he stays. Really, am hoping he stays. But you know the Pikes. Have Cad Bane, I guess. Right. All right. Well, here's here's how I I feel about Cad Bane, and, I, and we're and we're on the same page that we agree that Cad Bane's an awesome character. Oh, fully and we agree. both wanted him in yes. this show, just like Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. We both love Cad, Cad Bane. Bane. Love just, him. Oh, I really, and I was so happy he came in and like I saw him live action. I was I'm glad I was alive. I was to see that. and I will say that. Um, the thing that I was that, I am alive to see that. <laughs> um, the thing that bothers me is not his appearance. I've seen a lot of people like kind of gripe about the way he looks. Mm-hmm. I think people are failing to consider that they wanted to do it practical because Star Wars has always really been like one of the leading, um, leading in the industry with practical effects, right? And so they don't want to CGI his face. They wanted to have an actual prosthetic that an actor could wear. Yeah. And that's why he looks funny, because there's a human being under that mask. That's why his mouth is, like, in the wrong place, and his face is, like, more full than mm-hmm. it is in a Clone Wars. Um, I, Yeah, I can see... I can point out some, some things I didn't like, for right. sure. Uh, his face was a little bit more round. Right. But, um, um, you have to understand, they, that's a choice yeah. they had to make in order to... And I, and I prefer it that way. I'd rather no, than do I like it. Yeah. Overall, my opinion was I, I love it. I, lo- I, I love the way he looked. I yeah. loved his eyes. His me. eyes were awesome. From a distance, he didn't look like he was going to be blue. Mm-mm, no, he didn't. No. I will say one thing, though, that I would say just like a little little thing. Just make the hat bigger. Because in the Clone Wars, he had a massive, like, ridiculous it, hat. I think his outfit was perfect. Overall. Uh, I wish the hat was bigger. That's just me, though. I can live without the hat. <laughs> it really doesn't bother me. Um... Yeah, I really didn't care much about like his physical. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he looked good, and he sounded great. It's the same voice actor, oh. Corey Burton, but oh, um, he, he sounded he good. sounded great, just like he was. Like I pictured him. I'd be oh, careful. Do it. Don't do it. I was sticking my nose <laughs> if I was you. Guys, leave a comment if you think Casey's cringe. Don't leave a comment. <laughs> He's so cringe. All right, that's enough. Okay, so here's why I didn't like Cad Bane's inclusion. For me, I feel like he was a shoe in, and I and so, like an afterthought, if you will. And I have some, I have just a little evidence to prove my theory, right? Mm-hmm. So when it came to Cad Bane being in this show, um, you know, it's a big deal. He's a big character, right? Very big character. And he came in at the very end of the episode, and I was like, I don't know, man. Like, there's only one episode left. How much time can he have in this show? You know? Yeah. But then I realized something very interesting at the end of mandalorian season one the main villain of that was moff gideon remember Mm -hmm. and if you'll recall moff gideon made his debut at the end of the second to last episode and i was like okay hold on a minute now this is interesting because both of these big villain characters made their appearance at the same time Mm -hmm. but here's where they differ what was that is that your phone oh no continue okay (laughs) okay here's where they differ um, this is like a writing test that yeah. I that I use when I write. All right, so l- let's look at Moff Gideon. When Moff Gideon shows up in The Mandalorian, um, he's got the Mandalorian pinned with his troops, and he gives it that that speech. You know, you have something I want. You know that that whole thing. And mm-hmm. um, so his appearance in that show is a big deal. But does it work in the time frame? I think it does, and I think that we can test that Moff Gideon. It, coming in so late to the season works because the test is you take out the character in question, right? Mm-hmm. And you put in a generic character. So let's say we take off, take out Moff Gideon, we put in a stormtrooper or mm-hmm. just some other imperial guy. Does the scene work? Not really. No. Because Moff Gideon's in, in it for his own personal 
gain and and with him giving that speech you know like that you have something i want you know it's not mm-hmm. we're doing this for the empire or anything like that no it's it's personal for him it's a personal thing and it's like he has the um dark saber right he has the dark saber i don't see a stormtrooper exactly yeah i didn't even think about that yeah Yeah, so that's the point when you write a character like that you need to make the situation very unique for them where they can really stand out right Mm -hmm. and not to mention uh moff gideon had been built up to the whole season right they kept you know the empire was relentless we knew there was some kind of bigger mastermind behind it Mm -hmm. we got to see him so moff gideon passed the test even though he came in so late to the season it worked now, let's put that same test on Cad Bane. Okay. Cad Bane shows up, and he, he threatens Cobb Vanth that him and his town need to stand aside. You know, mm-hmm. Don't get in the way. And they get into a shootout. And I got to say, the shootout was directed phenomenally. I loved it. I love um, that. The Western. Yes. Fantastic. I love that stuff. Eat it up. Um, okay, so Cad Bane shoots Cobb Vanth and his deputy. Shoots his deputy like four times in the <laughs> chest. I was like, ooh, boy. I didn't um, like him. Overkill. Yeah. <laughs> And he walks off in the desert. All right, so let's uh, let's ask the two questions. One was he built up to in the season? No, no, no. There was no in- indication uh, that Cad Bane was going to be in the show at all. We had predicted it because it makes sense, but the show didn't really take any effort to um, alluding that he might show up. Right? No mentions of any other bounty hunters or things like that. Mm-hmm. The second test is if we take Cad Bane out and replace him with a generic character, does the scene stay the same? Yes. Yes, if you put a random pike in there, you know, and you know, take out the kind of the gratuitous shots of the walk in mm-hmm. in the desert, um, the scene would stay the same. And so, for those reasons, I'm personally, I personally believe that Cad Bane was probably a last minute inclusion for this show, which that's why I'm upset about it because Cad Bane is a character who could, who could easily have his own show. Oh yeah, and I think they really under underplayed him here. Like they could do so much more with his character. They're messing up with like characters just bringing them in yeah right i, I think so and th- and that's why i was upset i love cat bane and i'm so happy he's in this show but i just much like Cobb vance i wish he was in it from the beginning you know what i mean like they yeah. set him up properly make him the big bad because even now he's still not the main villain he's just working for the main villain you know what yeah. i mean i felt like it was kind of cheap i feel like once again it's like the whole carrot on a stick they they put him in there because the new fans would be excited and i was excited mm-hmm. but the more i thought about it the more i realized if you took him out the show would would be the same which is upsetting it is upsetting for fans yeah absolutely for real absolutely like, real star wars fans yeah i can see that i can see how so um hopefully the next episode not oh not to mention the fact that this this show has so many plot lines that i'm very doubtful cad bane will get more screen time in the next episode than he got in this one because at least mom gideon was the main focus of the next episode right mm-hmm. like they they did the cliffhanger yeah they were trying to get away from him that whole episode uh, but in this there's just so much else going on that i feel like cad bane's gonna get another five to six minutes of screen time you know what i mean like and that'll and be it and we shouldn't worry about that like, absolutely we should be worrying about where's boba fett <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so i don't know how long this episode is going to be but so far we've mentioned boba fett <laughs> once right like his whole scene which again upsetting wrong very wrong in a lot but, of ways um yeah i could I, I freaked out. I, I was I was I was so yeah. happy that I got to see Cad Bane live action. But um, it was exciting. I'm not gonna lie. Now that you uh, brought up that point, I can definitely tell. And um, it is sad. Um, it is. But it maybe we can just hope that maybe he'll get uh, something really good. Or he could have just been hired to just take out uh, Cobb Bane. Just put a hit out on Cobb Bane. Yeah. And then like maybe he will get his own show. Maybe that'd be cool. Yeah, it's not gonna really make it better in this show, but um, um, oh well. I don't know. It, anything works at this point. The last they got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of ground to cover in the last episode. Boba's got to ride the rain course. They shouldn't name this Boba Fett. They should have named this uh, stories of the wild. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Actually, that's a great point. No, don't do it. <laughs> I gotta hit something else. Don't turn it off. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, yes, no, I agree with you. Actually, I was thinking about that on the way over. I was like, if they want to make a show with all of this stuff, that's fine. Just call it something else. Call it, don't call it. Would you say Stories of the Wild? Perfect. 
<laughs> slap that on there. Take off book of, because here's the thing. Like you're you're right. This show was marketed as a Boba Fett show. Like that's them. That's a little false advertising right there. I might get a lawsuit yeah. together for that <laughs> because you're right. I mean, this show was marketed as a Boba Fett show. No inclination that Luke or Mando or Grogu or anybody was else was going to be in this. And if you want to make that show, that's fine. But don't sell us a series about Boba Fett and not not uh, produce yeah. it. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. own up to it. Um, it is upsetting, mm-hmm. um, for sure. But uh, nothing we can do about it, man. Nothing. All right, let's wrap this up. Final ratings ever go. Um, I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Not really. No, I'm going to give it a, a, a six and a half uh, Cad Bane hats out of ten. Yeah. What's yeah. your reasoning for that? Uh, why it's so low? No Boba Fett. No plot. I, mean, I guess a little bit. The plot did thicken yeah, a little bit. Just, just a hair. It's still <laughs> about the... Pikes. We still haven't spice. progressed from the uh, uh, beginning of before the... Before the, uh, the pikes, it's, <laughs> it's spice. Right. And it's a drug, and I get that. But is is that a big deal? I don't know why they're 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 really kind of blowing it out of proportion. Is Boba Fett uh like a wants to be a leader or just wants to stop drugs? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But um, that's why it's so low. But like not too low, you right. know, because all these cameos, you know, I love it. I love it. I got to see Cad Bane, but uh. If it wasn't Boba Fett, I would definitely give it probably like a 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I'm actually, I, I gave it a 7 out of 10, Cad mm-hmm. Bane had. Uh, two points off for the lack of Boba Fett and his yeah. and his show. And then I took the, uh, the other point off because this episode was bloated. There's a lot of stuff they tried to fit in one episode. And the pacing was off. Um, we had moments with Luke and Grogu that went on for a really long time. It was great. And then you have stuff like with Cad Bane where it's like... You know what I mean? It just happened yeah. and it was over. So I actually haven't gone on Reddit or mm-hmm. like any other Boba Fett pages or anything like yeah. that. I want to know what the people are thinking. I haven't read anything. Well, there there are some people who agree with us, but unfortunately, there's a lot of people who who are they can't get off that carrot on the stick, and they're like, "Best episode ever, greatest oh. Star Wars thing I've ever seen." And I'm like, "Guys, you know, like they're you're you're letting them win." You know what I mean? Like you're. I'm sorry, but Star Wars fans are really dumb, <laughs> and and I'm and that happens to me too. I mean, that happened to us. We saw Cad Bane, we were freaking out, right? Yeah. But you got to look past it at the deeper story, and some people just don't like. Some people really do just live on the cameos, and that's, that's okay. fine. That's okay, and, and that's fine. But that's okay. Um, but please don't, don't say this is the best the episode. Is the best. <laughs> just don't episode ruin ever. the show, Bella. Like, don't let them ruin the show. Right. And yeah, I understand what you mean. I'm not a you know, I'm still new at Star mm-hmm. Wars, and hopefully I will, you know, expand my knowledge yeah. as I go, but... Um, oh. I don't want to say real quick, we did forget a scene, because this, this episode was so packed full of stuff, we forgot it, and it makes sense because there was another blink and you miss it moment. Um, the Pikes bombed Garcif Whip's bar, which I didn't care at all. I thought it was um, kind of funny, actually. That was... I think, do you think that was, that's probably the reason why they're going to war, right there. Oh, that, uh, you know, Boba's going to be like, oh, no, they killed that lady I knew. Okay, and like, Black Crescenton came in right. the palace and tried to kill Boba Fett himself, <laughs> right. and like, no. Now he's, now he's there with him. First of all, that's. On the pipe, I knew where it was going when they brought in the Camtona and they left it behind. That's a classic, like classic mafia, like leave the briefcase at the train station. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that being said, um, that's so stupid. Like the Pikes are trying to lay low, like they're trying to do their thing. Why would you bomb a random bar? That doesn't make any sense. No, no sense of like that. Like you're you're sending a message, but to I who? Think they were Boba trying to thicken the uh, plot more. I think that was a, another cheap way to make I mean, raise the stakes, but. <laughs> If yeah, if I was an like, actual hey guys, crime lord, give you that's a all no-no. this time on so many irrelevant scenes, mm-hmm. and then just five seconds. Oh crap! We forgot to make the plot happen. <laughs> uh, make them blow up something. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That was perfect. That that's yeah. what they. That's what it feels like. Maybe I will give this a six out of ten for that. For just for cheapening. Yeah. yeah you know what? I'm giving it six. Uh, Cad Bane hats out Uh-oh. of ten because now that we talk about it, I realize just how cheap of a moment that was. That was really cheap. 
Yeah. Um, even Cheyenne was like, what? Yeah. Because, you know, she likes to write and she's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like, why? That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Not really. All right. Predictions for the last episode. God, the last episode already. And yeah. I'm and not I think very hyped. That's, that's probably <laughs> the reason why they did this yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. It doesn't really make any you would think Since they would make, make more like, build up. <laughs> yeah, they would just throw random like about the show. Mm-hmm. But no, they just throw random stuff about It's like they're trying to build a different Star Wars world mm-hmm. in one show that doesn't right. make sense. But no it doesn't. Uh predictions I hope Cad Bane comes back. Mm-hmm. I hope he gets more screen time. And I hope this show or this war gets gets on the road. It's, it has to. It's the last episode. Some war, huh? Yeah. Uh, what do you? Because you know it's gonna be a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think the cliffhanger is gonna be? I think it's gonna be. I, don't, I think it's gonna have nothing to do with Boba Fett. I think it's gonna have <laughs> Mando. They can have Grogu again. Yeah, I think it's gonna be about. Honestly, I I would I would put money down. It's gonna be about Mando and Grogu. That'd be this show's cliffhanger. Whoop de freaking do. <laughs> Um, the only thing I expect next episode, and if they don't do this, I'm going to flip this desk <laughs> because they have promised me a Boba Fett riding a Rancor. They set that up. If they don't pay that off, I'm flipping this table over <laughs> the next episode because... Oh, that would be cool. Me flipping the yeah. table or him <laughs> <laughs> riding the Rancor into war? Yes, that would be very cool. Um, they've they've built that up, but if I, I got a feeling they're not going to do it. Until next season. Uh, until next season. <laughs> So anyway, guys, uh, that wraps up this. Uh... <laughs> That's what I think about the show. They need to end it. Please. No, 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 no. Please continue. I like Star Wars. I like yeah. the world of Star Wars. R two D two. Love R two. Amazing. All right, guys. Well, we gotta go. Uh, we're about to go catch a movie on a Friday night. Jackass Forever. I'm excited to see oh, this. Talk about something to be excited about. Uh, <laughs> Actually, hungry. Yeah, we need to grab a snack. The movie's at 7. It's, we got 30 minutes. We can grab it. Alright, guys. We're ending the episode quickly. Impromptu. We gotta get the heck out of here. Bye-bye. Alright, bye, guys.